Welcome to the Call Center BS Podcast, where we give you all the ammunition you need to make sales. If you're in need of targeted leads, data, live agents, phone systems, direct-to-voicemail campaigns, or any other Call Center-related BS, make sure to visit our website, callcenterbs.com, to connect with us. Enjoy the show. to the Call Center BS Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bichilio. Today, I am in Orange County. I'm in Anaheim. I'm here with my partner from Anaheim, Brian Loving. What's up? What's up? I got here on uh, Sunday. On Sunday, I'm going to be here for a whole week working out of our working out of our office over here, the Call Center, and your Belinda. And uh, then I got to go to Vegas. Brian and I on Sunday night for three days or three nights, three nights, right? Yeah. Yeah, for three nights for Leeds Con, which is at the Mirage, Mirage biggest call center. I mean, it's it's the biggest event, right? Yeah, biggest event of the year. Everybody's there. That is the biggest one every year. Is that one right? For sure, for sure. Leeds Con is the place to be. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna actually talk a little bit about that in a second too, but. Um, See, yes, I'm out here for the week. I'm so happy. It's fucking nice out. Office is uh, buzzing. You know, there's only maybe two two seats, three seats empty at all times. They get filled and then people leave. Who calls out sick? This and that. For the most part, the office is full. We're busting at the seams. So we got to really start looking for new space. And, uh, and we had an interesting uh, day today. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which was <laughs> Wait till you guys hear this. This is insane. Which was crazy. So, first of all, I want to talk about Leeds Con, the, the Leeds Con real quick. Yeah. I never went. Yeah. It's, so, what, uh, what I'm trying to pick, like, I've been to the more, like when I was in the mortgage business, I went to Atlantic City for the mortgage convention. I've been out here for all kinds of shit, but in Vegas, but like, what does it look like when you walk in? How are the boots set up? Is it all just like, like, what kind of companies are there? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, usually, when you walk in, you've got the biggest. Um, You've got the biggest sponsor of the whole, you know, uh, convention. Like what? So, like, give me like a name of a big time uh, sponsor for like Leeds Con. You know what? Our buddies from uh, Whitetail were there. Oh yeah, Whitetail, Whitetail. Whitetail was there. They always have a big booth. Uh, Nick, you know, one of the guys that uh, owns it. Uh, good guy, total cool dude. Um, you know, they they always have a big booth. They always sponsor, you know, extra events and stuff like that. So it's a nice place to be. Everybody's. Uh, you know, giving out gifts and all that good stuff. You know, squishy balls and all that fun crap to collect for your office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, when you walk like in, that. yeah, when you walk in, it's just like, I mean, it's a, a huge place that probably houses, uh, I don't know, it's got to be like 200, 300, maybe 500,000 square feet. I don't know. It's big. How many boots are there? Shitloads of them? Yeah, probably 100 and some odd vendors like that actually have booths. Is it mostly like, uh, or just, just all kinds of different data and leads? Yeah, so you find everything there. I mean, some stuff doesn't pertain to certain people, but you're going to find CRMs there. A like lot of new, CRMs, yeah. Yeah, new CRM companies. Um, last time, what was kind of interesting to me, it's not yet affordable because there's not a lot of competitors, but they have um, things where you receive a phone call and it automatically goes through all these databases and pulls everything on that caller before you even say hello. 
Just with so, the phone number? Yeah, the phone number pops up. They match it against their database, and they're like, you're talking to Jenny. She's a 32-year-old white female. She ha- lives alone. She has three cats. She has one child. Wow. She drives, uh, you know, this kind of car. <laughs> like, I mean, it reverse searches, like, every database. She owns her house. You know, here's her balance on her mortgage. Here's her interest rate. Like, I mean, it could pull all this data on, like, an inbound call. And Holy just shit. give you like so many angles, which was like really interesting. But I think that's what Kevin, when he was, did you read? Yeah, yeah. That so one? like our our partner Kevin, he he he's doing stuff like that right now through yeah. all the APIs and stuff like that. He's so sick. He he's crazy. Did man. you see the central the you know the uh, the the intelligence records? It's crazy. I, yeah, let's, we'll not get too he'll far get, off. He'll get all mad about yeah, it. So yeah, we we told anybody we, about that. We won't get too far he's off track. He's so but sick. He is and twisted. You know what I mean? It's just nuts, dude. It's just nuts. So, like, that that type of service is, like, really expensive. I mean, think about how many inbound calls we get a day, right? And if you have that type of service where it's twenty, it's adding 25 cents to every single call, you're like... 25 cents, right. You know, we do, like, thousands, of you know, of, of calls or, you know, where I could see it being a, a super huge benefit is, like, any type of customer service where you're like, oh, hey, you know, they're trying to cancel... And you're like, oh, well, by the way, you know, I, you told me that this, you know, if it's a mortgage or whatever, like you need to do business with us because here's what your balance is. Here's this and here's the rate we're going to give you or whatever the case may be. But you can use that data to help you either retain clients, save clients, uh, whatever else. It'd be very valuable on pitching clients, but for 25 cents a record is very expensive. Dude, I'm, I'm just thinking in my head like you're talking about it. Like yeah. I'm just imagining you sell somebody something, you automatically have all their information and then you see that they have two dogs and then you fucking, you pitch them some fucking, some pet, some CBD pet oil, pet fucking, <laughs> pet gummy things. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, it, Yeah, and it, like it tells you like all their interests. Like that's what I'm this saying. guy's it's interested nuts. in guns, you know, because they get the data from all the stores now, all these reward cards and they're like, well, Anthony shops at, you know, this gun store, this gun store, this gun store, and this gun store. He must be a sporting guy. Man. Like, so anyways, that's crazy. But, you know, there's hundreds of booths there. Some things are going to pertain to people. Uh, some aren't. You know, some people are there to look for leads. Some people are there to look for technology like CRMs. Um, but they have everything from data, CRMs, uh, phone systems, um, you know, there's usually some attorneys there. There's that help no ad us. networks there, right? Yeah, there's ad networks. Uh-huh. Um, so there's like uh, TV networks where you can run ads. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also like a lot of online advertisers where, you know, they do lots of landing pages and uh, websites and promotions for you. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you got the lead guys that are selling data, that are selling calls, that are selling, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, whatever type of data. Guys like, 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 like B1. Yeah, guys like us. Well, like call center BS. Uh, call center BS. You know, anybody and everybody that's in the call center world will be there. Okay. For one reason or another. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I got a phone call from a guy the other day. I think you were listening. Um, you know, somebody trying to sell me data. Yeah. And, you know. I I'm, tell you what. I'm a data guy. That guy. <laughs> dude, you know what? I, I meant to bring that. I don't know what happened. I meant to bring that up afterwards. I think my phone rang. But that guy's opening was incredible. His opening was great. It was one of the best. And then he fell flat on his face. He, well, no, but think about <laughs> it. He sounded like he was a lot older. 
Like he 60, was a lot older. Like 65, 70, where you didn't want to disrespect him. Yep. Right? Yep. And then and he sounded so nice. Hey, Brian, how, when, when Brian said, hey, good, how are you? He said, he said something with an old man voice. What yeah, the fuck like, did he say? He just like, no, he said uh, something like, if I was doing any better. Yeah, yeah, well, if I was doing any, any better, better, I right. would shit myself no, or something. No, no, I but, don't know what he's. No, saying. but it sounded something like, <laughs> if I was doing any better, it'd be more sunshine. Just like something like where you had, you couldn't be addicted. You had to laugh. You had to, yeah. no, you had to just listen. Like, oh, what a nice guy. Like, what does he have to yeah. talk about? And then he talked about the day a little bit, but that really was, a, I was like, wow, that was good, dude. Yeah, that's why I gave him like. That's what I'm saying. You normally I you gave him like, two dude, seconds. I'm, usually, dude, I'm too busy right now. Yeah, usually I'm busy, but I do like to, you know, hear people's pitches or products or what they have to offer and you know networking is a huge part of what we do so you know what (laughs) anytime I can meet somebody that's like in the same business because this is like we're in we're in a niche business you know as many call centers as there is it's still a niche and like an underground business right (sighs) where not a lot of people go to school to be in a, a, a call center owner but when I can meet somebody in the industry, I'm like, okay, cool. We talk the same language. Hey, talk and, yeah. you know, that's what I was telling Anthony before we got on, on, on the podcast was like, Hey, you know what? Sometimes I go too fast. I wish we had people on here live that can like interrupt me so I can explain a little bit more because a lot like when you go down to Mexico and you order a beer in Spanish and then all of a sudden they just start spitting things out and you're like, whoa, 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 I just know how to order a beer. I don't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing when I'm talking to you guys. I'm like, oh, yeah, the leads and this and that and the script and the rebuttals. And I just think that everybody gets it. But I have to remember that it's kind of a different language to some business people out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to understand. <laughs> but, you know, like all the merch by Amazon uh, community that does listen to us, a lot of people that do stuff from there. They're pretty internet savvy, so they get the lingo. You know Plus, what I mean? Plus, you've Plus been I've talking about, about it. Yeah, you've been talking about yeah. call center stuff forever with yeah. them. Yeah, so, so they get it. But you know what? The uh, you know they, Go back to the guy. Who? The guy? The old guy. They called me. The, who? the happy old man. right? The, the lead guy oh, we were yeah, just yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. So when that guy came back, he he said something funny, and then we listened to him, right? And then what happened after that? We we uh, No, then he just said... He, he said, you need some data? Because this guy was getting his leads from our Craigslist ad. So he pulled up our Craigslist ad. He called us, happy old man, said something funny, so we listened to him. That's definitely where you got the number from, right? Yeah, definitely. Where else would he get it from? Yeah, 100%. So Um, what Brian's saying is, you know, like these guys go on Craigslist, they see that we have job ads posted on Craigslist looking for sales reps, and then they call us knowing that we own call centers and try to pitch like selling data. Actually, that's probably the best way to find people, really. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, there's other sources out there that are much better. But at the end of the day, um, you know, anybody that's hiring more reps, obviously they probably need more marketing or maybe they need a different type of marketing. Maybe you've got something to offer that they don't, you know, necessarily know about. Maybe there's a better way of doing it. This fucking rep thing is out of control. Oh God. Like I talked about the last two podcasts in a row, right? So let me, let me think the last podcast we did was Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. That new girl started Wednesday. That he fired the same day, right? So I don't think I even talked about it no, last week. So I, if you listened to the podcast last week, um, we had. I don't even know her name. She wasn't here long enough. Like, she, so, so you know, I told you guys on Monday the one last week, the one guy that we hired never showed, just didn't show up to work, and then the the other guy didn't show up to work on Wednesday. The new guy we hired, and then this girl we hired that I thought sounded. 
I'm telling you, I thought she sounded like I overheard the interview. He did it right next to me, yeah. and she sounded like nice, pleasant. She understood how to sell. I was like, you know what? I think she's a good hire. I think she'd be good. She fits in. She's nice, you know. And then and we were gonna, we were actually gonna hire her for a higher position. She interviewed so well. The upsell. Yeah. Well, yeah, in Jersey then, right now, we're only doing we, that. And then we're like, yeah. well, no, we're no actually, that. we're gonna put her down on this other product, a lower level position after, like. A half hour of being there, but then, and then by the end of the day, she was already gone. <laughs> it's the way, no, but Kevin, like he he was downstairs. I gave her the paperwork. She seemed pleasant, and then uh, he talked to her for like five minutes upstairs. Gave her a little like, I'm like, yeah, you're gonna do good. Just fucking listen. He goes downstairs. Fifteen minutes later, comes up. He's like, dude. He's like, I just I don't think she's gonna she could do up. So I'm gonna try her with a review product. Yeah. I was like, she just got here 15 minutes ago. I was like, I'm telling you. I was like, I don't, I don't know. And then 20 minutes later after that, I was like, she's not going to work out. <laughs> she just filled out all the fucking paperwork. It was like, you know, you know what we have to fill out now? It was like six pages. Uh, filled it all out. Made a copy of her license, everything. Next day. So then, then Kevin, <laughs> she probably pretty much said I can't because then he, instead he put her on like this cold call campaign. Right, which the job was for you know appointments only yeah. to cold calls. It's just yeah. after I got twenty minutes, like I can't do this. She got in the fucking bus, went right back to Brooklyn. She was fucking gone. Well, you know what? Like it brings up an interesting point. So like, you know, this hiring in the call center space is like blown my mind over the last twenty years. Like exactly what you're talking about. You know, obviously right now in this world, there's a lot of people that are unemployed. And they're calling us because we have a position available. And it's not like this job pays 200 bucks a week. Like you can make 50, 60, 70, 80,000, sometimes six figures at one of our call centers as a sales rep. Any call center doing sales. Yeah. And um, these people like come in for an interview. They really want a job. And then you give them one and then they don't show up. And then they go looking for another job and like... They do this for who knows how long until they absolutely have to get a job, and then at that point they land up somewhere. They end up somewhere, but Dude, you know I've thrown everything I know about hiring out the window when it comes to call centers. That's fucking crazy. Dude. It's trial and error. You're like, this guy's gonna be really good, and then you put him on the phones, and it's like the worst rep that you've ever had. I know, I and know. he's got all the sales experience. He talks the talk, he walks the walk, and then you put him on the floor, and it's like. Boom, he's gone in a week. Like this guy today I told you about. I don't know. But, but uh, so we <laughs> And then the craziness is Ooh, like... Excuse me. I just burped. <laughs> the crazy ass people that come in, you're like, wow. You know, they've got like one eye. They're walking hunched over. The ponytail and ripped jeans and wearing tennis shoes or sometimes house shoes. And you're like, no way can this guy even be a salesperson. I know. And no way can they even figure it out. Like... I don't, I'm not even sure if this guy can read a script. <laughs> a week later, he's like the top sales guy. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like yeah. the good guy failed. The guy that you thought wasn't going to make it more than, you know, four hours is the top guy for the week. No, I know. Like this. So <laughs> I heard this guy. Well, no, we have an interview with this guy. So as, after that, after Kevin got rid of her, right? Quick, you know, pretty much weeded herself out. Um, you know, I was like, shit, man, we got nobody again. Then we did two interviews and I liked both guys. One guy I really liked, they, right? Really liked this one guy. He fucking sold social media over the phone. He was a B2B. We're in B2B. And uh, he was ready to go for, you know. So anyway, 
he didn't show up. Uh, him too, no call, no nothing. And I, I couldn't, he was so excited to start the job. It was like a, a, a Wednesday. And he couldn't start till Monday. So Monday, and he didn't come in. And so that guy didn't show up. And then finally these two new, these other two guys we hired, they're here now testing out this new uh, campaign we're doing. And uh, Kevin's driving his fucking... Everybody probably thinks, Crazy. like, what kind of operation are you running? You hire, like, five people and they don't show up. They're probably thinking, like, man, these guys must have a really dirty building. Yeah, or, like, yeah. it must you be a shithole. Right? Or, I mean, you must be underground in the basement with people whipping you. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, it's just the it's the industry. You know what I mean? And, it and, is, man. And since you never know, like, who's going to be good, like we just discussed, it's like, all right, well, this one sounds really good. Give them a shot. And then you get what you get. Like, they might be there four hours in our room when they sign up. We're in California. So they have to actually fill out, like, it takes them a half hour to fill out the employee paperwork. Yeah. Right? I know. I did it. And then they go through training, right? So luckily enough, we've, like, automated our whole training process. They go through. They watch videos. They take tests. They do all this stuff, which is, like, the biggest time saver in the world. So if anybody out there wants to, like, know our secrets, hit us up. Give us a call. Because, like, that's, like, that was in the merch community, that's, like, the nugget. I was spending, guys, like, no joke, and girls, I was spending a day and a half every single week for, like, I don't know, 14 weeks straight. Literally a day and a half of training. A day and a half every single Monday, training people, and sometimes I would do two classes in one week, so it would actually be three days a week. For like 14 weeks, like I could not even talk. When I got home from work, I felt like I ran a marathon. I would just go to bed. Yeah. Because you're just so drained from talking and thinking and training all day long. And the worst part would be is like you hire four people like you're talking about. Because back then we were like in need of people, filling seats and everybody's turning over quickly, trying to get that core group. And, you know, we'd hire four people. By the end of the week, two would be gone. By the end of next week, one would be gone, one would stick. In that time, we already put four new people on the phones. But the worst part would be like, you hire four people and like the worst one shows up. And you're sitting there for a day and a half with this one guy that you know is not going to make it two days. And you have to give him a shot. And you have to give him a shot because you already committed to training. You wasted a day and a half. I mean, my time is very valuable. Oh, yeah. If you don't think your time is valuable, you're doing something wrong. Everybody should equate a dollar amount with how much you make per hour. I do it all the time. I'm like, hey, look, take your income and divide it by 40 hours a week, however many weeks in the year, 52, and then figure out what your time is worth, right? Because at the end of the day, if your time is worth $50 an hour, $100 an hour, $500 an hour, whatever it is, and then you think about that every time you do something stupid, because that's what I do. I'm like... Why am I doing this person's $12 an hour job yep. when I make 400 an hour? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you should not be doing that job. You should be doing what makes you 400 an hour, 500 an hour, 1,000 an hour, 250 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour. If it's less than what you make per hour, you should not be doing that job. 1,000 an hour is fucking 8,000 a day, 40,000 a week, bucks, bucks 60 a month. That's fucking, that's, that's what we got to be. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we got to fucking be. Ah, uh, we 10x that. Yeah, <laughs> we 10x that. 
So anyway, uh, that guy don't show up. Two new guys started today. Kevin's just being like, and you know, the way Kevin is fucking crazy. You know, he like, you know, whenever there's a brand new campaign, he's like so, you know, he's so like OCD. He's all in or he's not all in. You know what I mean? Like he started going to the gym again. Now it's like six days in a row. Like, like he's so like, so now that he's, but this is when I was telling you, like I told Pat before, like, you know, I've seen him do exactly what he's doing like in the past when we've tested out different front end products and stuff. And he gets so like, he's listening to every single call, every single word, changing one word here, changing one word. He's fucking like a psychopath. But you know, he's all, he's all, all in it right now. So he changed the script already like fucking nine times. Yep. In fucking a day and a half. Nine. Yeah, what? what? Nine. It's Tuesday. Yeah, we started on Monday. <laughs> he called me. He, he calls me. He's like, it's just, it's the, the beginning's just not going to work. I go, why? He's like, it's not going to work doing this. I'm like, well, he's like, I listened enough. I know it's not. I'm like, well, how many calls you listen to? He's like, three. I'm like, three. <laughs> I'm like, We're gonna, what are you talking about? Three. I'm like, let him talk to fucking 30 people before you. Three. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. Okay, fine. Hold on. I'm, I got to give him a disclaimer. Disclaimer. Please don't use any of these methods because they have not yet been tested. <laughs> Do not attempt this stuff unless you're a professional. You will screw up your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't do this unless you've been like doing this for a long time. You know, he, 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 we're doing this a long time. So his very unorthodox methods, you know, but he somehow, he just believes in not wasting time. And he thinks that he thinks that he knows right away. He's like, I'm not going to waste another hour, another 20 calls when I know it's not going to work anyway. Trust me. Trust me, it's not going to work. You don't trust me? I'm like, all right, dude. And he's so fucking out of his mind with it right now. So I didn't tell you this, right? So today, this morning, I went to log in the bank account, right? And uh, it said that you, you must change your password. Yeah. Right, for the business account, for me and Kevin, for the, for, you know, the little nine. And uh, so I changed the password, and then I, I put it in, in our chat thing. Kev, new, new, new Capital One, put the thing in there, right? What was the password? <laughs> password was so he uh so that was this morning nine in the morning right so then maybe like two o'clock or quarter to two yeah it was like it was like it was like 10 minutes to two he calls me up he's like the king is king in capital one once again wasting my time i'm like i'm leaning on lately he's i'm, I'm like okay because it keeps saying uh you know need more information i don't know i'm like i changed the password well you didn't tell me i'm like I put it in the fucking chat this morning, bro. Nine in the morning. Go look. He looks. Oh, yeah. I see it now. I didn't see it there. I go, yeah. So he goes to use it. Locks him out. He's like, he's like, I, just, I, he's like I, I can't do this right now. I have no time for this. I have to listen to every single call right now. And every single I'm like, oh, my God, bro. I'm like, okay. Okay. I'll call him. So I called Capital One. I called Capital One. I think you heard me on the phone, right? Yeah, Capital yeah. One. And then uh, I got the, and the guys like, all right, you have to verify your account number. No, no, the, the girl, ladies, like, the girls like, I got to verify deposit. <laughs> yeah, what's I'm the like, last deposit? What's the last made? deposit? Like, last deposit. She goes, yeah. I'm like, this is our business accounts. There's like fucking thousands of transactions a month going through these things, right? Not thousands, but I would probably say, you know, close between, to Close to it. Well, there's four different accounts. It's a lot. It's hundreds and hundreds of transactions yeah. you know, a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, miss... I can't, I'm like, I don't know, my last deposit, I'm like, I'm blocked out of this thing, I don't know why, I go, and I have four bank accounts, I'm like, I don't know what the last deposit was, we have thousands of transactions, so she goes, alright, verify the account, account number, I'm like, I don't have the fucking account number, I don't Which have one? the checkbook, which one, there's four of them, I don't know, so I go, I go, let me call my business partner, hold on, I click over, get him on the line, she transfers me somewhere else, so, 
the guy's trying to, and the guy's being a dick. He's like, I'm talking. He's like, hold on, hold on. I can only speak to you unless I verify him. Is back and forth and fucking, and gang, we're on with the guy. And he's like, all right, so Mr. LaVonis, he's like, yeah, hold on one second, okay? You know, I'm driving. I'm trying to get the babysitter for my kids right now. I'm like, I don't want to get into an accident. He's like, let me just hold on one second, all right? And I'll figure out, hold on, let me take care of the babysitter. Let me call the mother-in-law. If the Capital One guy's on the phone, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? He was going bonkers. Like, I, I was like, oh my God. That's how just his sick he's been, just like that. I uh, know. He, he, I don't know how he operates. He doesn't sleep at all. Oh my god. He's like, I mean, you guys are three hours ahead. But he and did like, start going to the gym again. He, if he could, I like him much better when he's crazy psycho with the gym. I can't believe he's actually going to the gym. Bro, like when he's out, didn't he'll go six times a week and he'll go there for like two, three hours to do jiu-jitsu. I know, but I don't, I, I don't know how because how he turns it on and off. Yeah, yeah. He's cause... extreme OCD. It's either all out or all in. It's either I'm not working out, so I'm gonna eat like shit and do whatever I want, stuff my fucking face, or I'm working out six times a week. I'm gonna fucking do a fucking twenty day master cleanse, not eat nothing for fucking three weeks. Like he's sick. Yeah. Uh, I got a but little it, bit of that too. Yeah, you're all, you're, dude, you're fucking shot too with your OCD. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just the different the way different people are, you know. So that's that. So then <laughs> after after <laughs> I got to tell Kevin about this. I forgot to tell him. After that Capital One thing, I had a two o'clock schedule call with this guy. I hope this doesn't turn to fucking it's recording, right? With this guy who emailed me yesterday. Oh yeah, let's 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 talk about this one. I gotta fucking read this. Was the guy's name was Jason? Oh, yeah. Do you see a fucking uh, Jason? Jason? I didn't think about. Oh no no no, that's Jason Horning. That's our our old Facebook. Oh right here, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So this guy. <laughs> Don't say everything like who he is. No no no. no we'll keep it like Jason. He goes. Uh, this guy emails me. And the um, the subject line is connected on Instagram, unusual call center podcast content. <laughs> right? And then it says, you know, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm a producer with their theater group. He's like, I just learned about you and your call center BS podcast uh, when when you liked our Instagram post. And, you know, and I, I want to, you know, I want to talk to talk to you about a couple of things. He goes, uh, we're making a play. Like a fucking play, like a Broadway play, like a yeah, play. like a play. In, we're we're in making a play yeah. about a ridiculous call center called blah blah blah. I'm not gonna say what it is. Um, he's like, and in this call center, in a play, the jobs are ridiculous. He's like, they're just like weird shit. He's like, that things that are off the wall, supposed to be funny, you know, like things are like you know call centers that are reaching out to people who have small penises who want to get penis enlarged. It's just like all crazy ridiculous things and things that happen inside a call center when people like things that happen inside call centers. And uh, he's like, I want to, he's like, your call center experience, look, your call center experience and willingness to mix up topics on your podcast, make a great conversation starter as well. But basically he wants me to be involved in the, in like a little bit of the play. You're going to be the director? He wants me to be the <laughs> fucking expert, like the, ex, the, call, the center call center expert, expert guy that they ask questions to. Yeah. <laughs> so Do you I, have to wear tight? So this is what he, <laughs> he, this is what he fucking sends me in an email. I write back. This is, and then they sent me a script of one of the uh, scripts, and it's pretty fucking funny. So I wrote back, hey, listen, I'm like, this is pretty funny. I'm definitely open. I'm always looking to do business and have fun entertainment. I'm like, let's do a call. Anyway, we had the call today after the Capital One thing, and I talked to him, 
And I kept it short. I was like, so I'm like, so I, like, he's trying to explain to me. I still don't understand really even what the fuck. <laughs> to be, I really don't know even know what the fuck's going on. To be honest with you, it's but fucking crazy. I like, just didn't want to waste too much time with it, and ju- I just went with it. Yeah. And he was just trying to tell me so then the play thing and the play and who the play right. I don't even know. Who's, I'm like, so look, so you just you want me to be involved in this play? He goes, yeah. I said, yeah. I'm like, we could do an interview. I'm like, all right. So you want to do like a fucking Google Hangout? We'll record it. I was like, and you know, we uh, we'll talk to you and whoever, and we'll just take it from there. We'll see where it goes. Let's just figure out. He's like, yeah, that'd be good. You don't mind doing that? <laughs> I go, no, I don't even know what we're talking about. So I saw. So he's like, when? I was like, well, wait till I come back from Vegas. So I'm back in the office, and uh, we're gonna do a Google Hangout. Him and like one of the other people in the play on a Google Hangout and record it. I don't even know what we're gonna be talking about. What if they like? Uh, what if? What if like the character in the play is you? So, like, they're going to have a guy dressed up like you in tights and, like, like, dance around and sing this call center music or something. I don't know. I just picture it in my head, like... You think this is a Netflix documentary? I just picture, like, a Peter Pan guy flying around the stage that looks like you and then talking about some ridiculous call center bullshit. I'm going to actually put that... I'm going to put... I'm going to actually put a Netflix documentary about me on the subject line of the call of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why don't we do? Uh, why don't we just pitch him on like, hey, you know what? We got a better idea. Like, fuck your play. We're going to actually do a call center reality show <laughs> because, like, you know, I I don't know if I told you this or or not, but back in the day, I got approached to do a call center reality TV show, and uh, they wanted to come in with camera crews. And they wanted to just film the call center and the madness and the stories that come from the call center. Like, we've never even actually gone down that road of the stories inside the call center or, like, shit that actually happens that yeah, I think nobody would believe. But You know what's funny? I just thought about something else. You know, these guys just found me from listening to the podcast. Yeah. So when I put this out tonight, they're going to listen to this. Oh, no. <laughs> Never well, mind, no. I like the play. The play's a good idea. Dude, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's fucking funny. I said, I think this is funny. I said, I'm like, I didn't want to overthink it. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? It sounds pretty funny. They, the guy sounds like a real nice guy. And he went to the phone. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's yeah, go. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd so be fun. It. Yeah. But, um, you know, the the real Orange County Housewives, like that was a, like a big hit show that started. Remember that? Yeah. The Horn, Orange County Yeah, Housewives. yeah, we have them everywhere. So, Fucking Jersey Yeah, Housewives. so now it's all over the place. But, like, I think originally, I, I don't know, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it started out here. And a lot of the places that we used to frequent, the bars, used to have the Orange County Housewives where we hung out at. So they would always come and the film crews would be there filming and we'd be over there drinking beers and having a good time and, you know, shooting the shit. And they started asking, like, what we do. And they were actually looking for like some type of new reality show at the time, and they approached us to do a call center, a thing? call center one. Oh man! And I like, I went like three weeks, and then I'm like putting these guys off, and then I went like six weeks. They came out and met with us. They checked out the call center. They loved it. They shot some, like they had a lighting guy there checking really? the lighting in the place, and like all this, this other is my stuff. Knicks? No, this is my old center. Oh, the old center? Yeah, oh, the I old center. I didn't know that. And uh, next thing you know, like, I put them off, put them off, put them off, put them off. And, you know, it all came down to it. It was like, I'm not going to do it. There's two reasons. One, obviously. Um, exposure. Exposure yeah. of what you're doing. Like, I mean, literally, you can't take a shit without the fucking camera there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, some things that there's just better not to be on TV. Yeah. You know, your whole life, right? And number two, 
Like, if you look at every reality ch- TV show that they've ever done, well, yeah, nobody's ever like not gotten a divorce. <laughs> every single one of them, except for. You know, it's like they, and that, it, me being Italian, growing up Italian, it was always like Italians are like fuck, don't tell nobody nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're always like, like they're like, you know, like my mom still like if I think she hears me on the phone saying, oh yeah, we're fucking crushing it. We did fucking eighty deals for like whatever forty thousand, whatever I say forty thousand last week. You know, when I get off the phone, she's like, Anthony, you know, you really shouldn't talk about that stuff because people they they you know they will jinx you and they, they give you the evil eye and they, <laughs> he's like, and you don't want that and you bring that bad. I'm like, mom, would you fucking stop? Yeah. I'm like it's the way I talk about business. Just cut it out. What but I mean, f- imagine turning on the TV and just seeing your whole life up there. It's too much. It's too you personal. Know, it's like, There's it's- a thing about it. You get, as I get older, I want to be more private about my personal life. You know, this this all shit I'm not going to talk about. Like real, real, yeah, you know, yeah. personal stuff no more. Yeah, you know, keep no, the family a little private. All these fucking assholes out there. Um, did you see that? Oh my god, dude! I don't want to go too off topic, but did you see this new fucking thing? That's this YouTube thing. Did your kids play fucking Roblox? Uh, sometimes they watch. They watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, I know, dude. This is Veronica text me this. Listen to this shit. Then we'll get back to it. Uh, Pat, you doing the podcast? I'm just telling him, yes. Don't fucking come here. <laughs> don't fucking. <laughs> yes, don't fucking come here. <laughs> but look at this, dude. This You got to call your wife about this. There's some new thing on YouTube they're doing. And there's this nasty thing called Momo. Look, it comes up midway through, like YouTube or whatever. It go, over time, it tells your child to find pills and take them, open the oven and turn it on, and, t- and starts telling your kid all this stupid shit. Weird fucking things to do. Like, look at this one right here. This one said, saw this earlier, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he heard the Momo thing. Wait, hold on. All parents. Oh, I can't fucking see it. Where is it? Oh, okay, here it is. Look at this. This is fucked up, dude. Warning, if you have children who watch YouTube, please be careful of something called Momo, right? It tries to, t- it asks children to dare to, t- dare to harm themselves and or threatens that if they don't do it, they'll come into the rooms at night and kill them and their friends, you know? And these kids, he, kids six years, my son's six years old, watching a Roblox YouTube video in the middle of the video, if you're not paying attention, this thing comes up fucking tells you gonna fuck it. Look at that. What the fuck, man? That's crazy. Yeah, dude, so... I mean, if you got kids, just fucking, yeah, tell, call your wife right after the fucking thing. I will. My kid watches Roblox videos all the time. It's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, that's insane. Like, and what the, what the hell's Roblox doing, like, with this shit? Wouldn't they be, like, out trying to, I mean, obviously this shit can't be all over YouTube, like, what's YouTube gonna do about it? Like, what's Roblox gonna do about it? They're getting a bad name, it's in the middle of their, their videos, and. Who are posting? Like, there's no control over the content? Like, come on, give me a break. I'm sure now that it's out in the open, yeah, I'm sure YouTube will fucking find every single video that, you know what I mean? Dude, how, how horrible is that? That's horrible. Yeah, man. That's like uh, back in our day. We had to play the fucking record backward to figure out how to kill ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> now you just watch a video. <laughs> Do you remember the movie? What was the movie when we were kids? With the fucking... Listen. Which one? The fucking movie with the kids... And then they they like they like the rockets in the backyard, and they got the record, and they spin it backwards, and it tells them about how fucking the evil shit's coming. Oh, dude, what the the gate was it called? The gate? Uh, I don't even. It was one of those movies that was on all the time when you were a kid. It was like a Sixteen Candles. It was like in that, in that era. 
You know, of all like the old I'm, like. You know how bad I am with memory. License dude. to Kill with fucking the Corey Corey Haim is around that era. I can't even remember what I did like. Dude. This morning. All right, I don't know what the fuck we're even talking about right now. Okay, anyways. See, I come to, to California. Back to the you business. Know, you know, uh, cannabis is legal here. I'm nice and relaxed. <laughs> and we start just fucking going sideways. But hold on, back it up a second. We, I, I wanted to finish talking about something. The play? Uh, yeah, so that, yeah, whatever. The play, yeah. I'm I mean, excited. I'm what, actually excited. Awesome. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think We'll see uh, what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, it, hey, you know what? I'm not going to lie. It'd be cool to go see. <laughs> it's awesome you guys still listening yeah. you know what it's like sometimes you know like I don't that like I didn't even think like oh well, how's this gonna benefit me I just didn't I, I don't think like that I just think you just do things and then things work out naturally and you never know what happens like I don't I didn't even think about that yeah you never know what's gonna no, happen most I people mean, would like, say like alright well that's great but you know what, what, are you gonna pay me are you gonna pay me or what's this gonna do for me like I didn't even yeah. I didn't even ask that question like, well, whatever you know what's funny like we brought this up I think earlier when we were talking about this play was uh, I don't know if anybody out there went to see the uh, the call center movie. What was that called? Uh, I bet you nobody saw it. That's I bet you movie. nobody saw it because it was in the theater for like two hours and we saw it and then I think it was gone by the time we left. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how bad I think it, like part of it was. It was fucking. But crazy. you know what? It, that was uh, what was it called. Thank you for. Oh, sorry, I bothered you. Sorry, sorry, I bothered you. Like, look it up. Look up the trailer. Yeah, sorry, about it's you. pretty funny. Um. We thought it was going to be like a hit. Me, you, and Pat went out to see that one night. And we're like, finally, they made a call center movie we could totally relate to. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, you it know did why? for the first half. You know why I didn't make it? Why? Is because everybody's like, what is a call center? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Because right. there's not that many people. I mean, obviously, people's gotten telemarketing calls. Too much of a niche to make a movie around. It was a, it was a niche, you know. It's more a better. A niche. It, it's more of maybe a better idea to have like a documentary or, or that's something. why like I don't care about fucking you know like I, that's why I stopped doing some of the promos on the page too because I was like am I do I just want I don't know we got to figure out a way to uh to grow the page this page faster but not just get irrelevant people anyway I want to have just good targeted people you know what I mean yeah, whatever definitely. we'll figure that part out too but uh so yeah did that movie take a turn or what it got so fucking weird. It was, it was like a call center movie. It, it was, was awesome. going good. The way they did it was like, you know, like, hey, if you get really good, you become a power seller and you go upstairs. You go upstairs. Upstairs, you get free coffee. You get like, <laughs> it was like, it was like for us, like front sales and upsells. Then you yeah. get to go to upsell. You know what I mean? Where yep. you make the real money. Yep. You get treated like gold over there. And then all of a sudden they ran out of call center content. And, and then it was weird. like, cut. Okay, nothing to do with the call center no more. It was all weird now shit. we're going into this weird horse face people that taking over the world, <laughs> taking yeah. over the world, and you must survive. Oh my god! So hey, fucking I don't know. Weird. Check it out. It's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then to top it all off, actually, what happened before all this is uh, this. <laughs> How do I, this wait, wait a minute, like. You guys don't even know. Like, people think that we probably make this shit up. It's but amazing. this is, like, a weird thing that happened. I guess you could say the weirdest thing that's happened this year because we're only about three months in. Yeah. This is probably the weirdest thing that happened this year. Like, shit like this happens all the time. Not not all the time, but yeah. a couple times last year for sure. But let, let me preface this, out. Let this, me preface this with... with uh, this guy that 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 were that 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 showed up today. Uh, you got to start with the yeah. interview, though. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> we interviewed this guy, right? Uh, and for an interview, right? And the guy was very smart, you know, older guy who's been in the course of the game for a long, long time. It was fucking... Br- br- <laughs> so Brian's interviewing the guy, right? And Brian's interviews are long. Like, I'm like 10 fucking minutes. Brian, I have to talk to him for like 40 minutes sometimes. So... Brian's interviewing the guy. I'm listening. I'm in the same room. Pat's texting me. I got the, I got, I, what do you think? Over or under 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, definitely under. He's like, oh, oh it's going to way over. You lost, right? And he texts me back and forth. Guy's talking forever. And then uh, finished the interview. And, uh, you know, we have more interviews coming up. So we didn't hire him yet. But then Brian gets a call right after lunch. We went to lunch to go eat from this guy out of nowhere was like, hey, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, you, uh, a buddy of mine came in and interviewed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, he's like, listen, I, I do this, I do that, I own property everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Let, now, let me preface saying the guy, it was really cool, right? He was a real nice guy, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm uh, I know who you are, you're, you're Brian, you've done this, you've done that, you've been in the call center game, you, this company, they knew like everything about Brian. He's like, I know you, I'm coming, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, he knew where our suite was. Yeah, I know where you are. You're, he knew you're, you're who, on the Palma, you're on Suite 205. Who our leasing agent was. Yeah, he you, like, yeah, you lease under he this guy. He knew what businesses I owned. Like, this guy did some background work before he called me. Yeah. Like, he actually had to dig and, dig. like, figure it out. And he, you he just called and he's like, listen, I need leads. I need data. I need callers. I'm interested in what you guys do. I have some stuff that... Maybe you would benefit that I could put together for you. Like maybe I can make money off you. You can make money off me. We have a great relationship. I got to talk to you face to face. I'll be there in five minutes. Click. And he shows up. No joke. Like five click. minutes later, shows up. Brian's on the phone. He walks in. Like, first of all, you can't even get it. the weird thing was he, he had to be like around the corner. He had to be close. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. when he called me, he was already like right here. Like. Every business that he told me that he owns or works in is farther than what it took him to get there and walk up the stairs. So he was probably literally in the parking lot watching us get out of the car, talk on the phone to him, and like go upstairs. Like, I don't think so. I don't know. It was that. It was that fast. It was fast. It was that fast. Well, you were on the phone. You were on the phone. But I barely had time to tell you about it. And then I got a phone call, and then he walked in. Yeah. It was like four minutes. Yeah, maybe he met with uh, the guy who interviewed. He was having lunch for him or something in the area. In our parking lot. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's how it happened. He met with him afterwards about some shit, whatever. The guy's a million. Maybe he works with the guy. and I, The guy's a million. He comes in, and he came in, and he brought fucking cookies. cookies. He brought cookies. And but he walked, but he had, he had a very serious face. He didn't walk in with a big smile. Hey, shook my hand. How you doing? Shook my hand. He told me his name. Shook. I forget. Brian's on the phone. He's like, all right. Very serious face. I was trying to talk to him, but I felt a little weird vibe, so I, was, I kind of just watched him. And he had cookies. And not he, not just cookies, ho- but homemade homemade cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and that the secretary handed, made. He, then he like set them down, handed them to you and Pat. Yeah. And then he went out onto our sales floor and started walking around with a bag. Nobody's ever seen this guy before. Everybody's on phone calls, yeah. pitching deals, yeah, think about and that. he's walking around with a bag of cookies, <laughs> handing out like three or five chocolate chip cookies in, in Ziplocs. Here you go. Oh my Here God. you go. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, like literally walked around the whole call center with cookies and then came back in and waited for me to get off the phone. <laughs> what the fuck? And then he came back in. And he said, I brought cookies. I brought cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, thank you. And then uh, what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> and then he uh, he's like, look, let me just tell you who I am. 
And it was like a fucking 15-minute... Bio. Bio, right? And the guy was cool, though. He was older, but he was cursing. Like, I liked the way he was presenting it because it was interesting. It was a little shocking out of nowhere him to come in there and just start saying all these things about... Guy owns all kinds of businesses and fucking this and that and signs and car lots and this and that. I mean, he rattled off like 20 or 30 different kinds of businesses. He's in what he does for people, how he works with these people, that people, what he could do for us. You need office space. I got seven spaces right around the area. We're looking for office space right now. You need capital to help with the back and help you in many ways. And I was like, this is fucking nuts. So he was there. Like, like you, the whole nuts thing was like, okay, you heard from an interview that we're hiring. We have a cool product. We do, we're, we're cool dudes or whatever, and we're looking for some more office space. This, you know why That's he, what led to, You know why like, I think he came in? That's what led to him, like, doing research and, like, figuring out who we were, figuring out where we were, figuring out how he can help us, and then comes over to the office and is like, listen, you guys got a cool office. You sound like cool dudes. Uh, I know you're looking for space. I got space. You have a call center. I need leads. Like, we could work together. And then, boom, like... 7,000 other things. And it wasn't like... I know why it, he called. It wasn't like five minutes of like, hey, I do this, and here's how I could help you. It was like, I got space. You could generate leads over here. You could rent some of these cars out. I can give you a loan. Like, you can help me with these, and I can get that. And it was like... Nuts. Oh my gosh, it was all over the place. Yeah, it was, it was fucking nuts. It was, it was insane. So then afterwards, you know, I was like, let's go, me and Brian, let's go outside. Because this all happened so fast. Came back from lunch, got on the phone, guy showed up. Like, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, you know, we don't know the guy, so we can't judge him. It was a little strange, uh, but the guy was straight up. I don't, I don't know if he was, I have no idea. No bullshit. No bull. He was no bullshit. So he no said, filter. I'm going to say a curse and no filter about, a, about all kinds of things that normally you wouldn't talk about with just regular people. I know why he. I know why he called. I thought about it after you just said it, because after we interviewed the first guy, right? The first guy told him about the product that we're selling, and he's never heard of that before. And when he came in, he said that he's like, "Yeah, when he told me about the blah 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 deal that you guys are running, he's like, yeah, I know all the things, but I never heard of that before." So it intrigued him about what we were selling, because mm-hmm. he's he's heard he's heard all the other ones before. And and the guy that came in to interview. He's already worked at like a lot of call centers. And this is a smart older guy that we interviewed with. What right? about this is his lead so, generator? So what about the interview came, guy? When he came in, he kept asking me questions in the interview that were kind of strange, right? So in the interview, he's like, okay, yeah, this is a great product. So tell me about yourself. And I'm like, wait a minute. Am I interviewing for a job with you or are you interviewing a job for me? So I'm like, Oh yeah. So I grew up in the, in the business. I went out to do sales and, uh, you know, got into this call center space, opened my first call center when I was, you know, X and we did well. Did you talk about the fucking backhoe? No, I did not. You didn't? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. But I, I, I almost had a Kaiser. So I know where you found that though. I know. I know. Yeah. It's a, but anyway, so (laughs) I, I told him all about what I did and he's like, Hey, you know what? You're, I could tell by talking to you, it, this, this guy that we're interviewing says, like, you're a genuine dude. Like, you're not a sleazy guy like a lot of these other companies are, you know, chop shops and stuff like that. He's like, you're a real businessman. Like, you guys run a real shop. You care about your people. Like, everything that you're telling me is, like, awesome. Like, everything that you've done along the way. Oh, you, I said in here, I didn't like, hear that. 
you know, you built like big companies. You've been successful. Like you guys are well funded. Like I could tell, like people don't have to worry about their paychecks here, you know, and everything else. And he kept like giving me all these compliments. Like we're not like every other call center. That's why then he and then told them all that. He told them that. Yeah. And then that's what probably sparked him. Like that's definitely dude, you what gotta call it. these dudes. Like yeah, you know they're they're the real deal, or I don't know what he said, but you know we're only speculating. But so me and Brian went outside. I was like, all right, so look. Our heads were spinning. Our heads were spinning. I was like, "Look, yeah, I don't, I don't." You know, the guy's gonna send us, you know, send us an email. Say, "Look, this is what I, this is what the, the things I could do for you. How I could help you." I said, "Either we, uh, we caught up, we caught a lucky break, out of nowhere, or the whole thing could be a bunch of bullshit and just whatever. Either way, we'll just, you know, have a conversation, next conversation, to see what the fuck it's even about because there were so many things I don't even remember most of them. It was just like so many different. It was fucking nuts. That was today." Yeah, yeah, like in the middle of fucking Kevin calling all day, screaming about this, changing the fucking script all fucking day. It was just fucking nuts, dude. It was insane. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! Dude. Well, I was I was scratching my head for like an hour, like replaying the whole thing back and forth, and like trying to figure out why he called or what he was there for, or like how we're gonna do business together, we're gonna benefit each other or not, or I mean. I don't know. I mean, I think I like his best line, though. It's like, hey, listen. As long as you don't fuck me, I'm not going to fuck you. And if I'm going to fuck you, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to fuck you. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's what he said. Whoa, are we talking to the Godfather? I felt felt like it was Clint Eastwood. Right? I'm like, (laughs) okay, well, that's our warning. (laughs) Like, It was... Was, I, 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 I got to do some, some some vetting on this guy. I got. I, I yeah, gotta, we got to figure it out. We gotta somebody's got to. If he, somebody's got to know him, then around here. Yeah, I mean, you, you text know what? three people, someone will say yeah. I I bet you we can. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I got to know people that know him. I mean, he lives right in my backyard. What the like fuck? literally, he lives in my backyard. <laughs> what else fucking happened today? I don't even know, man. We you had know, a stupid sales meeting. You know what? I just it's every time I come out here, we we try to come in with a plan for the week, and the the day just starts going, and it's like it's you too, can't stupid. stop it. You can't stop it. Yeah. We need to go somewhere, not in the office, and just leave them and just go somewhere for like two days straight with no interruptions, because <laughs> this it's impossible. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get the four of us out of town at a time, but that would be great. There's too much going on. I mean, we got to do like a weekend trip oh my or something. God. But the good, you know, like, you know, that brings us to the more space topic. Like, as soon as we get more space, right? Yeah. Then we can have, like, a real conference room. It'd be great. This guy can help us out. He says he's got space everywhere. And we could be like, hey, we're having a board meeting. Come in. Sit down. Put your phones in the microwave. (laughs) By then, we'll have the cell phone box. There's so much power. Okay. There's so much power going through the office right now. And it's it's not really built for that. That... Plugging in one thing in one of the outlets could blow up the whole fucking office, right? Hey, now. not anymore. I had that taken care of. Oh yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So today. So now, so there's this thing going on, right? Where there's a what do you call it? a surge protector? What do you call it? extension cord with the surge protector? And the microwave and the coffee machine are both plugged into it, plugged into the wall, right? Now, if they're both plugged in, you can't. You can only use one thing. You got to unplug one and only use the other. <laughs> So I unplugged the coffee machine. I put, I plug in the fucking microwave, the, the toaster oven, and 
I get my waffles, frozen, I put them in. Fucking thing won't turn on. I can't figure it out. Won't turn on, won't turn on. I finally get the, I find the switch on the protector, plug it in. It goes on for 10 seconds and click, it shuts off. Did somebody turn on the microwave? Nope. <laughs> I turn it on. It starts getting hot. 30 seconds. I turn it off. I do it again. I turn it off. I call Pat over. I'm like, Pat, this is... He's like, that's because you got the coffee. No, the coffee machine's not fucking plugged in. <laughs> it's just the toaster oven. I'm like, it keeps turning off. No, it doesn't. He comes in, tries to do it, and it goes on for 20 seconds and just turns off. So this was a frozen waffle. As after you left. I sat there for fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> 30 seconds. It starts was heating it, up. Was it shut one it of, off. Was it one of those one-minute waffles, too? No, it's, it's the van's frozen. Well, no, it took a while. The van's frozen take a good, like, three minutes. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? In you know five minutes. You know what's funny? If you probably just plugged it into the wall. I tried. Pat's like, no, you plug it into that wall, you'll blow out the whole fucking office. I'm oh, like, yeah, that, maybe, but. He's like, don't plug it in there. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, we can't even cook waffles in our office. We're so... Freaking busting oh up the seams. Oh my god! So <laughs> that was awesome. You gonna put waffles on the headline now? <laughs> no, no. But we're actually already at fifty-two minutes, so I, I want. But we didn't even cover the other six things on the list. <laughs> no, look, look, look. Play. That's the guy that came in. Kevin. I wrote this stuff down again, like three minutes before the podcast. Kevin script. Oh, we didn't talk about data types. We could talk about that another time, though. Uh, Leeds kind of we talked about oh the doctor thing that what just what, what what she just told me over the phone oh my god I, mean, I don't know are you gonna do like are you not gonna say any, any kind of I names I mean she said yeah, it's yeah. fine like as yeah. long so as, someone yeah. close to me right you know works uh, you know at, at a surgery center you know what I mean uh, you know a, a nurse a nurse someone that I know you know works at a surgery center and uh, you know that person told me. Uh, on the phone right before just now I was on the phone about this uh, fucking <laughs> a fucking guy got surgery today it was some kind of surgery in the back of his neck they had to go in the back of his neck it wasn't a major surgery yeah. but they had to go in the back of his neck that when the guy came out of fucking when the guy came out of to recovery they were like yeah are you, are you okay and I was like yeah he's like you know and she's like, how was the anesthesia? He's like, I wasn't under anesthesia. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, and usually people, after anesthesia, you hallucinate, you say stupid yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's, it's, no, 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 you were. It's like, no, no, I wasn't. And she's like, no, of course you were. He's like, no, I, 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 don't, I really don't think I was. She's like, I just, I felt everything. And she's like, you ever see that movie with fucking uh, Jessica Alba and the other guy when did with the surgery when he when he's sleeping but he's not and he feels it and they're cutting him open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever see that thing? Yeah, I, I think it's the called The Wake. The wake. I think it's called the wake, right? The wake, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking of while she's telling me. I go, I go, what do you mean? She goes, and I'm looking in his eyes, and she, I'm looking, the holy shit, he's not under anesthesia. She goes, so I look at his, you know, the IV thing, and his arm's blown up. Because I don't know what they call it when they put the IV in, right? They if it comes the out vein. of your, or, or, or even if it's, and she said, even if it's in your vein, you know, just you move around, it could move, it could come out Pop and just out, be in yeah. your skin, but not in your vein, right? Yeah. She goes, that's why every time before some a nurse comes over there, don't they grab you, go like this, they have the little thing there, they just, you gotta yeah. make sure. Yeah. So this guy pumped 50 cc's of anesthesia. 50 cc's, you know how much that is? That's a lot. Right? Isn't that like triple or quadruple the no, no, normal I, amount? Or no, I think, it? no, because I think it was like, she said it was like general anesthesia. Okay. It was the right amount, but it 
it didn't go in his bloodstream. So it's just in his arm. So he so got a really big bicep. His arm blew up. <laughs> and she goes, so she's like, and I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, if that, if he was feeling it all, wouldn't he be fucking screaming in surgery? Like, oh my God, ow. You know, like, shit, holy shit, I feel this. She's like, wouldn't he be saying that? No, because it's probably enough. Like, probably no. just a little bit, like, seeped into no. his blood. No, listen. She goes, he was saying that. But she goes, but when people are in, in anesthesia and surgery, that happens a lot. Where yeah, they just they start say, talking, say like, like like you're sleepwalking. Yeah. She goes, so they, they're, 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 he's saying, I can feel it. I'm not, you know, maybe he was a little drowsy. I can feel it. I feel it. I'm not under anesthesia. They're going, no, no, you're fine. They, they were just ignoring him. Yeah. They just, she said, I wonder she said, if he was like moving too, or if he was just. She said they were, he must have been like a, just slightly under. I mean, like you said, probably a little bit. Yeah, like a little seeped into his blood system or something. And I'm like, so what happened? And then she, I, I, it, it, they sent the guy home then afterwards, right? They're like, listen, sorry. You know, was it? She goes, I'm sorry, it was a mistake. Are you okay? Whatever, are you okay? They sent him fucking home in an Uber. <laughs> in an Uber? <laughs> So they sent him home. She goes, the worst part is, is that that anesthesia, it, it's still inside it's still him. It's still in his body. It's just not in his bloodstream where it immediately hits you. She goes, so he's going to all of a sudden get all that anesthesia. She's like, he's going to wake up in his bed completely not knowing what fucking planet he's on. Like, think about that. When, <laughs> it could be I'm, like a couple days from now. Oh he could be God. like driving to work and like all of a sudden be under anesthesia and all of a sudden. But the, the, the like, you know... <laughs> These are things that happen all the time. Oh like, yeah, a lot of people don't even hear about. Don't it. even hear about it at doctors' offices, surgery centers, hospitals. Like, yeah, there's so many fuck ups like that. Isn't that crazy? What uh, I mean, you know, I was thinking when you were telling me this story, like right now, I'm like, once again, I think that everybody probably thinks we make this shit up. Like, how do we get all in involved or like close to all these? Fucking just bizarre fucking things that happen to us. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, does this really happen to everybody? I don't think and so. And they just don't talk about it? Or no. is it like all this shit just gravitates towards weird dudes like us? I don't fucking know, man. My whole, <laughs> I swear to God, my whole life is like this. I know. There's a, a friend of mine that he's like, hey, you know what, dude? If you let me, because I told you guys already, I have a really bad memory. So when people start telling me stories about my past, you remember that one time yeah, when we were in so. Vegas get all that shit. and like my whole Vegas life is one, yeah. one snapshot. Yeah. So it's like the first time I went to Vegas and the last time I went <laughs> and I know some little parts in between, but it's like one snapshot, right? It's a shame, man. I wish I remembered everything. I don't. It sucks. Now I'm really good at taking pictures, but besides the point, um, it's just, it's just. I, I, I wish I had pictures of everything, man, because I could make the sickest movie ever. So my, that's you. what I was say. My buddy actually wants to write a book. Yeah, I want to. You He's know, like, and, if you let me say everything that I saw yeah, yeah. with you and your business and the craziness and the trips and this and that and everything else, if you let me, I'll write the book. It will get published. It's going to sell. Your life is like a book. <laughs> Why can we call the guy up? Will, 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 he, will he write? I want to write. I want to write a book too. I have it in, in my goal book. I I'm want sure to eventually. Let's get him to just start writing now. Like we should time. actually have him on the on the show one day and be like, okay, so 
tell me some things that I don't remember because as he starts talking, all these stories are going to come out. Hey, has there ever been a book written in real time as things happened? Hmm. I guess that would be considered like a blog. <laughs> no, but I'm, t- I'm talking about a book. Like you, like a not what what's what's fact nonfiction, right? A so nonfiction would, book that that's written like in real time, day by day, but in a, in a in a book. That would be kind of cool. And then you like every time you get to like a hundred pages, you publish it. So you have volume one, and then the story just stops at the end of like one of your stories, right? And then everybody has to wait for like a hundred days for you to create the next hundred days of content. And then you have volume two and volume three and volume four. Like as your life goes series. on, right? We get them on a reoccurring delivery. <laughs> so every time a book comes out, boom, it gets shipped to their house. 10 bucks a month subscription. <laughs> this is how we think. All right, get the merchant account set up. <laughs> All right, we're going live. Get Kevin on the phone. We got to write a script. <laughs> we got to write a script. We're writing a fuck. The first ever real-time novel book written. All right? See, we innovate around here. <laughs> Fuck man. All right, we're gonna wrap it up at an hour here. Uh, I I feel like we could do this all. I I feel like we could do like four more hours of content. Tonight. I love doing this. I love doing this <laughs> shit. But I also know that the, the, the there's so much. Um, there's probably nobody listening at this. Know what point. it is too when people see when people uh, see things that are lengthy, they tend to not listen. Oh, that's long. I'll wait another day. Listen to that. It's a long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe we should chop these up. Once we have, once we're actually making like real, real fucking money, and we can afford to have somebody do the editing, chop them up, know what I mean? Do some videos. I'm not doing that shit, dude. It's hard enough to do this. Yeah, content creator and all the good oh, stuff. Do you need someone to do all that shit for you, dude? Like, yeah, Deanna, I mean, we could probably chop this up into like ten stories. Yeah, and then that little, way we have like ten little things little for you nuggets. guys to listen to, and you can kind of pick and choose, but. You know what? Maybe one day we'll just drop some fast forward marks when we, um, you know, switch topics. If you don't like the topic, maybe you could jump ahead to the next topic. You know what? Or you guys can just go fuck yourselves. You can yeah, too, yeah, too yeah. many fucking options, all right? Just listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right? <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. later. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Tune in to Facebook and Instagram for our live shows at Call Center BS. Visit our website, callcenterbs.com, to connect with us for any call center solutions you may need.